0: I'm Randy Efron from Skylattice Property Capital, and today's episode is part one of my hotel management agreement series. Alright, let's jump into it. Hotel owners usually have three options when it comes to managing their hotels. Option one is to self-manage it. Option two is to hire a hotel management company. And option three is to strike a deal with a hotel franchisor to both manage and franchise the hotel. In each of these options, a hotel management agreement is needed between the hotel owner and the hotel manager. Even for the self-management option, most lenders will require the owner of the hotel to have a formal management agreement with their management company affiliate. One thing to keep in mind about the franchised option is that franchisor managed hotels typically have much longer terms with limited termination rights. I'm talking like 20-year terms, which is a really long period of time to be locked into. Given how important the hotel operation is to the value of the real estate, it's really important that hotel owners structure smart management agreements. Let's talk about some of the provisions that would make a hotel management agreement smart from the perspective of a hotel owner. The first topic is exclusivity and operational control. The hotel manager will want to have the exclusive right to manage and operate the property, which is fine because that's what you're hiring them to do. However, you want to make sure that the agreement doesn't allow the manager to just do whatever they please without any safeguards. What do I mean by that? Well, here are a few examples of things that should require the owner's input. Number one, operating budget approvals. It's customary for the owner and the manager to collaborate on the creation of an annual operating budget each year. Typically, the manager will create the budget, the owner will review it, and both parties will put their heads together on creating the final version. When I was asset managing hotels, I always held in-person budget meetings at the hotel with key management personnel in order to accomplish that task. The management agreement should specify that the hotel owner has approval rights over the budget. The second thing that should require the owner's input is capital expenditure budget approvals. Since guest rooms are used nightly and other areas of the hotel are used frequently, it's natural for hotels to experience wear and tear in carpeting, furniture, mattresses, etc. Each year, a capital expenditure budget should be created so that both the owner and the manager know when and how additional capital will be spent. It's easy for a management company to say that they aren't hitting their operational budget goals due to a hotel needing a renovation. The overarching renovation plan for a hotel should be discussed prior to executing the management agreement and the agreement should contain a provision that generally outlines how much capital the hotel owner is going to reserve each year for capital expenditures and also give the owner approval over the use of those funds. The third thing that should require the owner's input is approval rights over the management positions at the hotel. The people that work at the hotel should be employees of the management company. This creates a separation of liability between the employees and the owners of the hotel. Since the manager is assuming that responsibility, it's natural for them to have complete control over the hiring and firing of their employees. However, there are certain key staffing positions within a hotel that empower people to materially influence the hotel's operation. As a result, it's in the hotel owner's best interest to know and be comfortable with the people in those positions. Some of those positions include the general manager, the controller, the director of sales, the director of food and beverage, and other key management positions that may exist based upon the size of the hotel. When I was asset managing hotels, I always insisted on meeting these individuals in person and interviewing them one-on-one. The management agreement should give the owner the ultimate right to approve the hiring and firing of key personnel, such as the positions that I just mentioned. Now, in order to prevent these episodes from getting too long, I'm gonna stop here and continue talking about management agreements in my next episode. Please click like, subscribe, or follow to stay informed about new episodes or send me an email at randy.efron at if you'd like to talk about raising debt or equity capital for your deals. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.